to find my Hi, I'm playing Flamingo Jade. Myself and Cupcake Krista do Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central, Girls Just Want to Fly. If you're a female that's interested in sharing your story, please contact one of us, and we would love to share your story with you. Welcome to Girls Just Want to Fly. The world, you know we rule the world. Rule the world, you know we rule the Hi, I'm playing Flamingo Jade. Myself and Cupcake Krista do Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central, Girls Just Want to Fly. If you're a female that's interested in sharing your story, please contact one of us, and we would love to share your story with you. Welcome to Girls Just Want to Fly. The world, you know we rule the world. Rule the world, you know we rule the world. Well, welcome everybody. Welcome. Hi, Krista. Hi, Jade. And I want to welcome, we have Rain Vila here. Welcome to Girls Just Want to Fly. Howdy, y'all. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So what's new, Krista? How's the weather down by you? And it's great. It's 82 when I was on my way home. Fabulous. 
and so rain, nice outside rain tell me the weather there it actually got really hot um we had a cold front come in the last couple of days and it was like i want to say it was like 65 and today felt significantly warmer so and definitely humid it's always humid in texas though <laughs> so i feel like it might have been in like the 80s or something it just felt really hot well, I'm jealous because we're getting into the 50 degree high temperature now and probably mid 20s at night. We have frost on our windshields when we get up to go to work in the morning now. I couldn't handle that. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are more than welcome to come up and um, experience the, the winter wonderland um, anytime. Yeah, I'm not looking to uh, forward to flying and that kind of weather or temperature at all <laughs> oh well I won't tell you that um my coldest uh that we flew up here last winter was nine degrees <gasps> holy cow I didn't realize that was possible <laughs> yep and it was actually a really nice nice morning flight so were your hands just frozen no we've we've tr- started to figure out what we need to wear. Um, we have heated gloves, um, that actually go into each of our, our fingers or, you know, the, the wires go into that area, the heating elements. That's cool. Yeah. So, and we we just make sure we got the cuffs on our jackets tight and then the cuff on the the glove goes up your arm enough and then yeah, um, I'll have to check into that. Yeah. So um, Eric and Shane had a show last night, Tuesday night hangouts, and they were talking about um, winter or cold weather gear for flying also. So they, Eric had brought up uh, the gloves that we use. So sweet. I'll have to check that out for sure. Yeah. So thank you everyone for joining. I would like to um, remind everyone um, that Wednesday nights, I'm glad you're here, but if you guys could all subscribe and hit the thumbs up, Kristen, I would really appreciate it. And um, Krista, do you, <laughs> do you have something? Um, well, I want to thank Eric's um, company for donating to uh the fund the good citizenship scholarship in uh our son's memory so thank you for that that happened uh last night's show yes that's what eric kind of threw me off with is um sorry Uh about that (laughs) tried to get you to catch me so i believe eric was gonna put in the in the chat um so Shane and Krista, um, their son Gage, who they lost a few years back. Um, there's a gentleman that I, was he his athletic director at the time. So he was actually a track coach, and oh, okay. and he he along with Shane coached him at middle school. He was never his teacher. He did teach our daughter. Okay. So, but he did know of Gage, uh, and he coached him for track okay so this gentleman um he was on one night with shane and he is actually um helping out um with a scholarship fund um in gage's name and um eric will put in the information the contact information for the gage robbins citizenship scholarship fund so we're asking if anybody would be um willing to help out and um, we'll have a address in here and, um, Eric and I have, um, donated some money into the fund also, and hoping you guys could help out and match, match us. Yeah, it, it is a tax de- deductible, ugh, tax deductible 501 C3. Um, so to tell you just a little bit about it for people who happened to miss the Tuesday night show. Um, Our son passed away six years ago of cancer, but the school that he went to uh, wanted to recognize him and give one of the seniors a scholarship. 
the teacher is only putting up $500. So anything extra that we raise is just going to help this child who will be an athlete, but also a very high GPA. I think it's 3.5 GPA they have to have or three GPA. Um, so they're, they're obviously dedicated to both their scholastic and staying healthy and being a sports person an athlete and yeah, good citizen helping out everybody. So pretty much what um, our son was is what they're, they're trying to pick somebody like our son. So, yeah. That's awesome. I am so glad that they're doing that in Gage's honor. So you'll have to keep us updated on that. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, Rain. So tell us a little bit about you. Where are you from? So I am 34. I was born and raised in Austin, Texas, South Austin at that. And I've been here my whole life. Uh, I haven't traveled too darn much, but I have been to the East Coast. Um, I went last year in August with my girlfriend, Karen, and we drove down from Worcester, Massachusetts to Texas. Um, so that was a 30 hour long trip and we made a couple of pit stops throughout um, the east coast but it was super exciting because I'd never done anything like that um, and I got to visit Virginia which was really cool got to go through New York but New York's pizza was kind of disappointing honestly maybe it was just the place we we ended up at um, and then the lobster rolls in Maine were kind of disappointing. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe we just had bad luck that day. But anyway, um, I'm from South Austin, and uh, I'm a cosmetologist currently. And I've kind of done a little bit of a lot of stuff in my life. I've done, done some landscaping work. I've um, worked on cars before. Uh, I'm currently a cosmetologist. I've been in the beauty industry for 10 years or over 10 years, and I've been licensed for five. Um, I don't know. There's not much to me. I have chickens. <laughs> I live on a three-acre ranch. Um, I love it out here. Uh, I live, I've lived out here for about four or five years now. I started out in an RV and then progressed to a tiny house. It's a 700 square foot tiny house and it's really cool it's pre-manufactured anyway I, I can't complain um I don't have any kids or anything so no um major responsibilities like that I do have my own business though um so that's really fun um and yeah I don't know I'm a simple gal <laughs> cool towards the end we'll have to have you tell us how they can find your business and because you do nails also um any gals interested in that or whatever um if they're down in the texas area um, yeah any social media you get we'll we'll uh, ask that before we say good night so for sure uh, so tell us how um i actually found you um after you posted on our secret secret uh leah catello uh, Facebook girls page and you had posted that you were excited because you took your first flight and I reached out to you and uh, I thought that was pretty awesome and I wanted to be able to have you share your experience with everyone so can you tell us how you got into the school where you're taking your schooling and your experience of everything yeah definitely uh, so funny story uh so I've been a you know licensed cosmetologist for about five years I've been friends with um my friend Travis who's also um a Lone Star paramotor instructor for probably about 10 years or maybe a little bit over that amount of time but um within the last like three years I feel like he had so I'd go over there periodically at least once a month consistently and um, about that long ago I started um, hearing him talk about like this flying thing and he was like having this new hobby and I was like okay and I was just doing like my it's my job to carry a conversation with people so um, 
you know, just talk to him about it and kind of have him elaborate. But I didn't, I don't know, I was, I just kind of brushed it off. And um, honestly, prior to that, I'd been in like one of the most terrible relationships in my life. I won't get too deep or anything, but it was pretty awful. It pretty much shot my self-esteem down. And I felt like, I don't know, um, not very confident enough or strong minded enough to do certain things anyway so one random day Travis texted me and was like hey come fly with me I remember that message so well and um because it was like come fly with me and I was like okay you know all right all right you know I'll, I'll see what what this is about and so um he took me up on a tandem ride and as soon as I went up and in the sky I was like I've got to do this by myself I just I have to this is really cool this is like the best thing ever I feel like a bird and there's nothing like it because you're not like inside of a cabin or anything anyway um so I had started training uh semi-training or kind of going through the 10-day like program back in either like February or March of this year and then I took a break in between. Um, it was really cold in February and March. And then it got really hot since there aren't any seasons in Texas, as we all know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, August was definitely brutal. And so I was like, no, I'll just kind of wait. And so I waited a little bit. I went back in September and started retraining. And my first flight was September 11th. And I remember that day because <laughs> um, I don't think anyone can ever forget their first flight or their first few attempts even because um, I failed miserably. Um, and a lot of people are like terrified of failing, but I wasn't. I was just really determined. I realized that this was something I needed to do for my spiritual like journey in my own healing I wanted to conquer my fears and I feel like I you know was motivated about life finally um again and um so I failed my first six attempts to launch miserably I think I posted a video uh of my fail on Facebook or on TikTok or something but um, so I failed six times before I actually went up. So September 11th, weird, right? Um, September 11th was my first flight in the evening. Um, I tried six times in the morning. I was on a, I was carrying a Moster 185 on my back and I launched. But the thing is that I had that on my back and as soon as I put it on my back I couldn't even breathe it was really heavy and I was really struggling to even open up my lungs to be able to breathe and run and all that jazz um so anyway I failed miserably I went home and cried <laughs> that day for lunch I just on my way home I just cried in my car and I was like I just want to go up I just want to know that I can do this I want to know that I'm mentally strong and like I can do whatever my mind, you know, whatever I put my mind to. And uh, sure enough, I cried it out. I went back in the evening and I put on a lighter motor. I, I was on an Atom 80. And as soon as I put that on, I launched and I went up in the air and I was like, Oh my God, I couldn't scream when I was up there right away. So I waited until I got down and then I screamed. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe. It just, it was all a blur. I was like, I can't believe, did I just do that? What just happened? I don't, I, I remember that day, like it was just a few minutes ago, honestly. And I don't think I'll ever, ever forget that. And I feel like a lot of people might feel the same way. I'm um, the same way, I agree. Yeah, nevertheless, I'm super duper excited to to have finally conquered that. And, um, you know, hearing those words full throttle just terrified me so much 
the first few flights, but I think it was the sixth flight in or the sixth launch when I was like super excited to hear those words full throttle because I knew as soon as I hear those words, I'm good and I'm ready and I'm going to go up. <laughs> like So nowadays it's super exciting to hear full throttle and I'm like, yeah, baby, we're going up, you know, so um, it's just been such a life-changing experience for me and it's definitely been a healing journey for me I feel like it's just um as soon as I went up in the air by myself the first time I could almost heal hear my heart getting stitched up and nowadays every flight or whatever um is so healing and when I'm not in the air and I'm like staring out, you know, if I'm driving and I'm staring out into the sky, like a sunrise or sunset, I'm just wishing I was up there all the time. Um, it really just kind of helps me center my mind and um, it's super meditative. Um, a few days ago, Ron took us the class out um one of his classes out to the beach to Galveston um over this last weekend and I think it might have been one of the last few days of the class and everyone had a blast I'd never flown at the beach obviously and I got my 10th flight in and I was finally able to stow both brakes for the first time <laughs> and um I was shaking because you know um you have to keep the throttle on for a certain altitude and to stay at a certain altitude. But then, you know, my pockets on my left hand, I have to zip the zipper down and like reach for my phone and all while like holding on to enough throttle, not too much, not too little. Um, but I freaking didn't. And I, I was like, I got to get this freaking beach flight in. Like I, I was super excited to be able to be as comfortable um or comfortable enough to park both brakes finally and take a little 19 second video. Um, my hand was trembling. I was As like, your oh hand was God. shaking. <laughs> I hope I didn't drop it. <laughs> and I just held it close to my chest and I was like, okay, okay, okay. And then I just, I stuck the phone in my back pocket cause I didn't feel comfortable enough to like stick it back in the pouch and like zip up the zipper. So I just stuck it in my back pocket and I kept going and came in for a landing. By the way, flight number 10 or flight number nine was at the beach was the first time I landed on my feet. I was struggling a lot to land on my feet and I was kind of getting frustrated at the end. I didn't even get that frustrated with my first failed six launches, but I was getting really frustrated with me not being able to land on my feet. I kept landing on my knees. I never butt landed or anything. I never, I don't think I ever broke a prop, but I did land on my knees and I felt that it was maybe becoming like a habit or something. My feet weren't like, I don't know, they got in the habit of not expecting to hit the ground. And I got a really good feel for how to land at the beach. So um, I blame my instructors for that, for like launching me in um, good, good weather conditions um, for beginner pilots, especially. Um, but anyway, that was kind of hey. long-winded. <laughs> oh, that's all right. That's awesome. So we've got a couple um, questions that have been brewing in the chat. Um, first off, um, who's this Ron Torin guy? Who is that? <laughs> so he is um, my instructor and he's the best instructor ever. And he owns Lone Star Paramotor down in San Antonio, Texas. So um, if anyone's looking for... Um, uh, for lessons or for instructions um, or wanting to learn how to fly a paramotor, I would strongly suggest if you're in the Texas area, definitely come down to San Antonio and check out Lone Star Paramotor because they're fantastic. Ron immediately just had a huge part in my life and heart and he's just wonderful and um, Travis is an instructor there too and he's 
amazing and um, they're both very, very genuine people and very caring people and they really do have the best um, interest in mind for you and they always um, put safety first, which is, I think, essential um, for success, especially for anyone looking to get into the sport and maybe, you know, and wants to be successful, um, I would highly recommend them for sure. Awesome. All right. So Mark McElroy from Georgia, he asked a couple of questions. He, and I think you kind of did answer them. Um, uh, what motor and frame are you, equipment, I guess, are you flying? And you said right now you started out with the Moster 185, but you're back down to the Atom 80. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, the Moster 185 was um, way too heavy for me, and it was kind of dragging me into the ground because I was getting really tired. It was sitting really heavy kind of on my back, so I feel like it was compressing my lungs. And um, and so once I trans transitioned into the 80 instead, um, that's when I finally was able to launch and go up into the sky. So that was really exciting. Nice. Uh, how many flights are you at right now? I am 10 flights in this last weekend in Galveston. I did my, I think I did eight through 10, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And I think, um, Karen up, um, she is traveling. Um, she's lucky and her and her husband are, uh, retired and they're just traveling around flying, finding places, uh, to go. And she asked the question, if you can fly off the beach in Galveston. And I think Ron did answer that in uh, the chat that yes, you can. Yeah, definitely. It was great. It was pretty perfect. Um, a story storm came in around five o'clock, but it was an all day flying sesh. Okay. Um, I did see that Aaron, and I said that he saw you and Travis at endless foot drag and also stalker. Steve said he saw you and good thing. He didn't come over by you. He said, I think that's <laughs> <laughs> hot buttered. Steve is, is, but after one of the other shows of his locals, um, she called him Stalker Steve. <laughs> so that's funny. Yeah, I went to my first fly-in ever in Kansas this, what was that, last month or two? I can't remember. My three day, weeks ago? Yeah. And it was fantastic. I'd never seen that many um, paramotors in the sky um, that many wings up there. They had a memorial, memorial for Michael Holiday. Yeah, and it was uh, fantastic. I met the Sky family, um, or at least part of the Sky family, um, and everyone's re really wonderful. I think that most people would agree that the camar camaraderie in the sport is um, is top notch. Um, besides, you know, obviously the flying itself but um I really feel like it's a sky family everyone just really cares about each other and each other's safety of course you have those very few you know like hot shots or whatever but um but that's anywhere right like um right I think it's a wonderful sport and I think that being that there's I feel like I've heard something like 5,000 active pilots in the U.S. that's a fairly small number and I feel like um, you know everyone knows everyone or something like that in the sport I'm fairly new to it but that's kind of what it seems like and everyone that I've met so far has been super genuine and um I don't know, just really cool. Definitely. Um, we started out with our first um, fly-in at Bad Apples, and I was very nervous about going to it, um, very nervous. I was. I told myself I wasn't going to fly, and I sat there, and, you know, we went uh, a couple days early, so we had a little bit of time before the big crowd got there, but just as they call it, the para waiting, 
that's where you actually that's where you actually um get to know people um uh, I, I would say that uh, Eric and I have um, lots of new family members. Um, we've got Shane and Krista. We've got a bunch of the guys in the chat. Um, between um, Brian Waller, Angela Preslick out in Vegas, Mark McElroy, Will Fly, JP in Ohio, you know, all those guys. Um, even stalker Steve now, can't wait to meet him. Uh, you know it's just it's it's amazing you know and it's like doing this show for ladies it's like it's nice to be able to meet you finally you know this way at least and I hope one day that we'll be able to um, pair a weight and hang out and then be able to fly in the sky sometime together also for sure definitely I'm super excited and honestly I'm just going to put this out there um but I really wish that the ladies um and I brought this up to I don't know if you guys know um I'm going to name drop here but um Amy George which I met in Kansas um at the fly-in and I kind of threw this at her and I think she has like a friend on the board or something like that. Anyway, I want to put this out into the universe and I've been wanting to um, maybe realize this, you know, um, women's fly-in in October for breast cancer awareness. I don't know, but that would be cool. Um, a great yeah. idea. Yeah. It's good weather in October, and I think it's a great cause. And we could even organize something like, you know, um, only women like pilots up in the air or something, or 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 like a have a plus one uh, yeah. type situation. We were talking about that earlier. Um, even in Tennessee, we were talking about that how we would do that, and it's been brought up about doing it down at Hodges Field. Um, down in Georgia. Very cool. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping that we would be able to do it sometime um, more during summer because I am in a school now and it's hard to travel to Georgia or Texas in a weekend. Yeah, for with sure. Our, with our gear. So, Krista, take your drink. <laughs> your turn. My turn. Here's um, my okay, well, Eric, Eric finished it. Is it okay? It was champagne. I see you. Pop. No, it wasn't champagne. <laughs> oh, okay. Shane says wine. Okay. Anyway, so Rain, you follow Shane, PPG Shane, on TikTok. Yep. Matawa you two connected so he invited you to the show not knowing you were going to be on today um so he got embarrassed it's great anyway so my question would be um you had a bad relationship and we're down what drew you to become a ppg pilot um Honestly, I'd have to say that once I went up on that tandem ride and realized that I wanted to test my mind and my strength and kind of rebuild my confidence, hopefully, um, I think that's what really did it for me. I'm like, this is like, there's nothing like flying up there, especially with just like a wing and a butt man um it's totally different than being in an airplane like I've been in the passenger airplanes and I've gone you know I've flown before uh, cross country but there's absolutely nothing like like paramotoring I feel like slow um kind of in control you're kind of playing with nature you're uh, feeling the wind um and I feel like just wanting to know that I had the ability to do that and that I could put my mind, excuse me, to something and that I could pull it off, really rebuilt my confidence. I was feeling not really confident in myself. Um, um, but anyway, I was super happy to be able to conquer my fear and my fear 
I feel like most people's fear is going to full throttle. Um, and that was my biggest like accomplishment in my mind was going to full throttle. That was a huge deal. And once I did and I got over it and I got in the sky, I was super duper stoked. And it's definitely been super life-changing ever since then. It's instilled a lot of confidence and um, you understand that the mind is a battlefield and you know like that quote says whether you think you can or can't you're right so I think it's super duper empowering to I'm not even gonna say women I just feel like people like myself um so my deal was definitely a bit more emotional I've heard lots of people say that they've had you know that they got into the sport because they've always wanted to fly or like you know they're significant others a pilot or flies airplanes or um but I have absolutely no aviation background um yeah <laughs> none whatsoever and so this was definitely um super unexpected I feel like I can say that this sport found me and kind of rescued me and gave me a whole new passion for life and a whole different perspective and I'm super duper appreciative of that because um, I can genuinely say it's been a saving grace. Awesome. Have you flown without your instructor in your ear yet? I have not. <laughs> or okay. Honestly, uh, kind of. Um, on and off. So my very first flights, I Besides the fact that I couldn't get in my seat, I lost comms, communication, um, probably like halfway through my 10-minute flight. And I realized that I had lost comms, not really, but my ear cuffs, I forgot to like pop them in all the way. So I, I couldn't hear anything at all. It's loud up there. That motor's going. You've got the air in your face. It's your first flight. You can't think at all. You're just freaking out. You're like, oh, my God, this is nuts. Like, I, you know, your freaking hearing shuts off or something. And when I realized, I was like, oh, my God, I don't have comms. I need to turn back around and land right now. <laughs> like, so I turned back around and landed safe and soundly like I didn't do a butt landing or anything and I can only thank my instructors for you know giving me good enough instruction to be able to land on my own on my very first flight <laughs> um, but anyway and then at the beach this last weekend um, I was playing up in the air for like 30 minutes and I kid you not like halfway through like 15 minutes I was just kind of dancing around looking at the beach looking at the waves looking at people launch from the ground and then I was like oh wait uh I haven't heard anything yet I haven't heard any instruction like uh where's Ron so I look down at the ground and I see like this white shirt and like Ron kind of like talking into his phone kind of looking up at me and kind of moving and shifting and and talking and I'm like I don't think that I can hear anything so I think he's trying to talk to me but I think I've lost communications again anyway it was my very first time just like needing to lose altitude and like do that s like pattern to like lose altitude and finally come down and I finally got down to like 200 feet and I could hear Ron's voice in my brain I was like okay shut the motor off, you know, like, you know, wait, wait, hands high, hands high, wait, 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 pressure, pressure, full flare. Okay. And I'm down and I landed on my feet and I was like, oh my God, I just freaking landed on my own, like zero communications. I landed on my own and I landed on my feet. It was really cool. I was like, I, I did it. <laughs> Holy cow. So, so kind of, yeah, kind of. Wait, he taught you well if you still hear him when you can't hear him. So you, you oh, definitely yeah. in, instinctual. Yep. Very good. You will hear okay. his voice for an, for over a year, I guarantee it. Because I still hear my instructor's voice at times in my head. So 
I don't know how I'm gonna fly without like my instructors. I feel like I'm gonna have to get a dummy besides a windsock, but like a dummy that looks like Ron. I'm just gonna have to <laughs> stick him in the ground and like just like I don't know. <laughs> you know, land a scarecrow that for the for October, just throw a scarecrow out there. Exactly. With like a Lone Star Paramotor hat and that'll be Ron in my ear. So Rain, um, Angela out in Las Vegas, she's got a question um, about how you got into this and your, your background. She asked if uh, you would say this is a renewal of the spirit, of your spirit, kind of refreshing yourself. Totally. I totally feel that way. And I feel like it's, um, like I expressed earlier, it's been a saving grace. And nowadays, if I feel kind of down and out or something, I stare at the sky and I just really wish I was up there because I know that it would center me all over again. It's a good reset and it's a different perspective all around um, for living life at all. Um, you just experience life from a different perspective and it's super duper exciting. Um, not to mention the fresh air, the scenes, um, the views, you know, just knowing that we're these little tiny humans and we can go up there and like fly the sky. It's so bizarre to me. And I'm like, wow, I was a big time video gamer um, as a teenager. I played a bunch of video games. One time I played video games for eight hours straight and I got sick to my stomach <laughs> but anyway I can describe it as like I don't know a, a dream or a video game um it's definitely the best thing I've ever done in my life <laughs> Linda in the chat um she's our paramom um she says you're such an inspiration thank you um, <laughs> Just trying to catch up on some of the chat. Um, so you have you been to any other fly-ins at all? I haven't, but I really hope to to be more active in all of the the fly-ins and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> I heard of Oshkosh. I'd never heard of Oshkosh, and I really hope to be able to get to that next year. That would be really exciting. That's like three hours from us. That's really cool. I'd love to do that and see the planes and stuff. Yep. We were going to go to that and we ended up, uh, where did we go then? Madison. I don't know. We went somewhere else or we compensated. Oh, because we were going to Moonshiners then. I think like a week later. I think that was the, the deal. So you foot launch, correct? Yes, I do. Um, okay. Honestly, it'd be really cool to learn how to fly a trike. Um, but so I would have a lot of questions for you ladies that do trike. I think that's super cool. Um, I have a shoulder injury on my right shoulder. And so whenever like I'm on a tandem ride, um, if I reach back to grab the brakes or whatever, sometimes I feel like my right shoulder might pop out of socket. Um, but I hear it's different when you are the pilot so I'm not sure I would love you know some feedback or or just whatever I would love to hear from you ladies that um, fly trikes that's awesome especially yeah. people with injuries or similar injuries to mine that would be super helpful yeah I've got a left shoulder surgery I've had a couple of years ago about five years ago and then I've had seven knee surgeries. So I started right out with um, trike right away because I didn't think I would be able to do a foot launch at all. I did a, a tandem on foot launch and I was scared to death coming down because my knee is not really connected very well. So survived, but um, um, I don't think it's going to be much different um, triking. I mean, you still have to get under the wing and my problem like yours, well, not, I shouldn't say like yours, but like Ron was saying, get on it. I started out on a Adam 80 on the trike and it's like, 
I had a problem with not wanting to squeeze the throttle hard enough to get that wing inflated. And I could tell my instructor was getting, you know, uh, frustrated with me and I was getting frustrated with myself. And, um, but once I got it, I just kept going. I'm like, Oh, I just had to give it a little bit more, you know, power. So, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Hearing those words was super scary for me. Full throttle was like, Oh my God, no way. <laughs> Yeah, now it's super exciting. Um, I'm super excited to to hopefully fly a trike. That'd be really cool. Oh, you'll definitely like it. I'd love to take more of my girlfriends up. Honestly, you should have them uh, do a tandem with Lone Star guys. Totally. Yeah, I'm definitely working on that for sure. But if I can freaking learn how to fly a trike soon enough, that'd be really cool. Yeah. There you go. Krista, you got any questions down there? Yeah, what uh, wing do you fly? So I am on a an ozone spider. Um, I believe it's a twenty meter wing. Twenty two, twenty two meter. Awesome. How do you plan on convincing your girlfriends to join in the sport? I don't know. I try to keep posting videos and I kind of try to, you know, um, verbalize my personal motivations to do so. Um, just cause I feel like most women might be more emotional, you know, mo- emotionally driven or something, um, and inspired too. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to invite all my girlfriends. I'm like, come on a tandem, come on a tandem. I tell all of them, like, let me, you know, get, you know, Ron or Travis to get you up on a tandem. Like, let's go. Let's get you up there. We need more women pilots. Let's go. So any luck yet? Oh, oh sorry. No, I have, actually, there's two or three girls that I've been talking to that would be interested in going up on at least a tandem. Um, one of them is actually uh, interested in possibly learning to fly a paramotor. Yeah, so that's super exciting. I'm hoping I can, like, reel her in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, go ahead. You got any more? I'm good. I got it. <laughs> All right. So rain, what, I mean, I know you said you've, you're on like flight 10. Um, what's been the scariest part? Was it losing communication with Ron? Um, and what's been your most memorable so far? I've got to say the scariest like flight flight was I guess so. Yeah. The scariest thing was losing communications on my first flight maybe. And, um, but honestly, I feel like the first six flights, the scariest part for me was launching at all. Just super nervous. Cause there was a lot of like multitasking to do and you know, your nerves and your butterflies show up and you're like, oh my God, I'm like, I don't know if I can do this, but here goes nothing, you know. Um, in the chat, Hot Buttered Steve is asking, what's your next focus or personal obstacle in your progression? Uh, landing on my feet in zero wins. Because <laughs> uh, I've gotten... I got a gnarly scar from landing on my knee and um, it's just a little frustrating not being able to land back home in San Antonio on my feet. Um, Yeah, it's been a little frustrating to not be able to do that. So I kind of definitely felt like I was kind of cheating at the beach because the winds were perfect and so it just made for a smoother kind of softer landing and um but honestly I got something out of it I was at least able to feel or know how it's supposed to feel or something coming in and stuff so nice yeah that's my next 
um, work in progress is just landing on my feet, maybe doing some touch and goes and stuff. So I want to go back to our Facebook page. Um, I know Leah said it's not her page. It's all of our pages, you know, the girls page. Um, she had made a comment the other day and I'm, I'm sticking to it. Um, I liked her comment that she had said, um, and I, I know you were in the comments also. Um, she had said that every time you go up, you should always have something in mind that you're going to work on. Oh, yeah. If it's going to be working on just your launch or working on just your landings or working on your turns or putting your hands up, working on, I want to work on my tip steering. Um, and you can always do a so-called cross country because that's just seat time. But it's the things that you need to concentrate on for yourself to make yourself better and advance yourself. I thought that was pretty neat and that's sticking to me right now. So thank you, Leah, for that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, yeah. So knowing that this is mostly a um, man's sport. Um, oh, hang on. We got a question in here. Ron says that you should learn to fly trikes and tandems and take up your friends. <laughs> Working on it, boss. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, oh, I know one other question. Do you, what do you, um, were you taught any apps from Ron or Travis to use on your phone? <laughs> what are they recommending? <laughs> yeah. I was taught, um, I'm a procrastinator, so I haven't downloaded any apps yet. Um, I kind of rely on Travis for that and Ron, but, um, <laughs> but I will soon, and I haven't used any apps in flight, um, but Travis has reminded me which ones um, I could probably use, and it'd be cool to hear from you gals which ones you guys use and recommend um, the better ones, preferably like the cheaper ones that are still really good. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to use some in flight and keep track of, you know, altitude or just the, the amount of time that I spend up there. That'd be cool. Um, Angela's asking a question. Uh, what advice would you give to want to be flyers and what is the biggest hurdles to accomplish man so to want to be flyers <laughs> i'd say definitely go for it um we've heard it you know over and over again you only live once and you'll hear me say that a lot i'll be like let's yolo it or let's yolo it <laughs> you know let's you only live once so let's do it um I'd say definitely go for it. Um, if, I think I just posted something the other day along the lines of do the great things while they're small um, and do the harder things while they're easy. Um, and I strongly believe that like, it's amazing that humans can build this machine and go up into the sky and experience life in a whole new perspective um and it's <clears throat> it's indescribable really i don't have the words to put to it but it's um um it's my my zen place it's a good place to meditate up in the sky to take a breather to recenter yourself your thoughts your mind um and the biggest challenge for me or whatever as a beginner uh, foot launch paramotorist is or was um, the launches, especially in like zero wind. Um, I just always got nerves and butterflies and I'm like, oh, can I do this? But honestly, it's once you get up in the air, you kind of turn back and you're like, why was why was that so hard <laughs> like I don't 
I don't know. It just, it's like anything else, you know, I'm not a football player, but I'm sure that if I trained correctly how to be a football player, I could totally do it. Um, kind of like I said earlier at the beginning, whether you think you can or can't, you're absolutely right. Um, so I feel like for the most part, whatever you put your mind to, you can totally accomplish. And I would encourage anyone looking into anything brand new to definitely go for it. Your reverse launch was awesome on the video. That um, at the beach, actually, that was my first time reverse launching. So thank you. Yeah, it was um, pretty perfect. Uh, pretty yeah, perfect wind impressive. conditions rather um, to be able to do that. So, so thank you. All right. So Leah has corrected me. She goes, it's not a man's sport in her perspective. They can barely keep up. So she's laughing, but <laughs> go, Leah. And then um, Ron said um, that he had a class of four dudes and they watched rain launch last week. <laughs> he goes, he turned to them and told them to fly like a girl. That's awesome. Thank you, Ron. <laughs> <clears throat> that was really exciting. Um, I've been kind of hanging out with uh, Lone Star recently, and I had the privilege of getting to experience a whole new class from like start to finish. And it was definitely the most life, you know, changing experience besides flying. Besides actually flying, it's probably the most second life changing experience ever. Cause you go from, you know, meeting these people, um, guys or girls, in this case, it was the four guys. Um, that come in with like a dream because I've heard again I've heard people say I've dreamt of flying or I dream that I just open my arms and I'm flying or I'm flying like Superman and I'm like I've never ever had those kinds of dreams I don't know what you're talking about cool and like I've heard a bazillion people say the same thing but so definitely I feel like 50 you know to 70 percent of the students were you know, said the same thing. They're like, I've always dreamt of flying. I've always wanted to do this. And I couldn't coincide, but it was really cool um, being a part of that journey in their lives and watching them go from having a dream to <clears throat> having to face their fear and then having watched them conquer their fear. But be successful at it and like once they got up into the air I was just extremely excited for them I'm just it really instills such a deep like happiness for me to watch them go up in the air and it's super duper exciting and I love being a cheerleader and I always tell the boys I'm like dude like I'm the clumsiest person like if I, I'm literally accident prone if I can do this, you can definitely do it. Like, if I can do it, come on, like anybody can do it. My dog can do it. My chickens can do it. Like, um, but so it's it been super special to me um, and very fulfilling to my heart and soul to see just people um, conquering their greatest fear, which is um, letting go or um, getting past that one like um, boundary or part in their brain that says you can't do it and then just going past that and watching them do it and like fulfill their dreams and then come in and land and it's just seeing their freaking reactions is literally priceless it's the best thing ever so I'm super excited to be a part of the Lone Star Paramotor team. And um, yeah, couldn't be more grateful and more thankful for this new and exciting uh, sport and passion. Cool. Hey, so I've got one more question. Um, Clark's video, he lives up here by us. He wants to know who you watch on YouTube. And while you're explaining that, I'm going to do a share screen and try to get to some of your videos and pictures. Okay, go for it. 
who I've watched me. on YouTube. Um, I've watched, honestly, I can't, I'm terrible at names. I can't remember who I've watched. I know for sure I've watched like Tucker Gott, but um, just other like videos for beginner paramotorists, like uh, launching or, you know, uh, tips for landing by Kyle O'Glee type thing. Um, and then I think Lone Star Paramotor has Alexis on their just explaining a few things about the wing um but yeah okay so this i take it this was your trip down to galveston this last week i'm gonna play this real quick okay yeah see that cloud the shadow of that cloud in there really cool i saw a bunch of dolphins you saw some dolphins? I love that you were barefoot. Yeah, I thought they were sharks, but they were dolphins. <laughs> nice. This is a cool picture. Yeah, that's me and my instructor, Travis. Okay. And I am kiting his wing there. I got to move my pictures over. That's your thumbnail. There's beautiful rain I love this is the picture that I thought was really cool I love those pictures with Ron those are my favorite yeah giving you some last words of wisdom and you really concentrating there it looks like totally I was so nervous that was my first launch and I was like oh my god what am I about to do okay I got this I got this just be a robot just be good just listen to Ron that's all yep trying to remind me to keep my hands high during launch (laughs) yep filling up with gas yeah, I have to hold it up with my knee because it's kind of heavy. <laughs> there you are. Nice open fields you got down there. Totally. Yeah, that's in San Antonio, Texas. Okay. And that was the TikTok I did today for you. Cool, yeah. And that's it. All right. Um, so we made it to 8.03. Told you it was going to go <laughs> fast. You. Yeah, that went by really fast. So I once again would like to thank you for taking time out of your day and sending me some pictures and videos um, throughout the last week. Um, also... Eric is going to enter in um, the code for a little after show. Um, Rain, I invited you in if you're willing and want to join in and possibly meet some of our paramotor friends out there and across the country. You're more than welcome to stay on and Travis can stay on and say hi also. And uh, we'll stay on for a little while and uh, get to know everybody else and if they've got any other questions that I or Krista did not ask they can ask you but um it'll be off the recording then cool. um, so, thank you so much for having me on your show Jade and Krista yeah you are totally welcome also hey where can we find you on social media so I'm on Facebook and Instagram and I don't log into my TikTok, but I have one too. And it's just uh, my last name, my middle name, my first name, Bella V as in Victor, E-L-A, Crystal Rain or Crystal Rain Vela. Um, I'm sure you could find me through any of maybe you guys or something, but yeah. All right. Um, again, thank you everyone for joining us tonight. Um, you can check us out every week, um, Wednesdays. And if anybody knows any females that fly, skydive, hot air balloon, anything in aviation, anything in the air, 
please have them reach out to us and uh, let's share their story too. And let's let the girls know that they're not alone out there. And also like to um, have you all watch um, Monday night clear prop TV with um, PPG grandpa and Tuesday night hangouts with Eric and Shane and Again, Wednesday nights, you're, you're strapped in for paramotorgirl.com, and girls just want to fly. And Thursday night, uh, Linda's son, paragliding.talk.com, and Sunday, our Paramotor Nation. So make sure everybody's out watching and uh, learning from everybody else. So please join us if you're interested, and we'll see. Sweet. <laughs> Thanks again. Girls just want to fly. Yep. Hang on one second. All right. Rain, can you hear me? Yes. Um, are you interested in any SID courses? SID? That's where you go to. SID. Ooh. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> are we off the main like video? We are. Yes. yes. Give me a second. I'm going to stop the recording.